0: listening to New Life Before. We pray that this message encourages you and helps you stay Jesus focused. Um, You know, God has a sequence. Amen. I believe God has a sequence. Amen. There are phases in God. You know, in the plan of God, there are seasons. That's why today it's in our hearts to share to you God's divine sequence to a fruitful life. I believe God has called you and me to thrive. God has called you and me not to survive. He called you and me to thrive. Amen. God has called you and me, you know, to a fruitful life. Amen. Well, you want to be to have a fruitful life. Well, God desires for us to be fruitful in every area of our lives. That is the design of God. Amen. And that's why today we're going to look at the sequence of God's, you know, uh, divine order to a fruitful life. Let's start from the very beginning. Genesis 1, to 28. It says, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Yeah. Amen. That's a message in itself. Amen. Verse 28, then God blessed them and God said to them, be what? fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing, including cockroaches that moves on the earth. And all the women will say, (laughs) all right, amen. So look at this, the divine sequence of God. God created man, and then God what? God blessed man, and then God says, with that blessing and through that blessing, be fruitful. It's not the other way around. God created you. He says to you, be fruitful. And then God says, I will bless you because you did this for me. No, it's not that way. The order is God created us and then He blessed us. Any, anyone blessed in Christ here? You know that in Christ, you are already blessed with every spiritual blessing that we need in life. Amen? And because of that sequence, He blessed us Adam was created in that sequence, amen, so that he could be a blessing to other people God already, or to the, to the earth, God already blessed him first. And he says, be fruitful, take dominion, fill the earth, multiply, amen, over the birds of the air, every living thing that moves on the earth. Can you see the sequence here? God already blessed you, so God desires for you to be fruitful with that blessing, Amen. Psalm 23, verse 6 says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And you know this verse, this psalm is the shepherd psalm, which starts with, the Lord is my shepherd. And then every blessing now follows, you know, from that, from that position. Alright? So the divine sequence is, the Lord is my shepherd. Amen. It's a present tense reality. And you're saying, God, you are my shepherd today, is my shepherd, I shall not want. Amen. It's a present day reality that he is your shepherd. And then what, what follows? Amen. All those blessings, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quarters. Even though uh, I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. And then at the end, surely, everybody say surely. He says, surely, goodness and mercy will follow you. Yeah. Alright? Actually, in the original Hebrew, it gets exciting. Because the word follow, that means chase. Or it means to hunt you down. It's not you who's going to try to chase after the blessing. It's the blessing that will run after you. Yeah. Amen. So what is the sequence here? The Lord is my shepherd. As long as I am focused to Jesus, I'm focused, you know, in the, what Jesus has done, what will happen is I will be rest assured that surely, everybody say surely, I will know surely it will be goodness and mercy will hunt me down all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So surely, all the days of my life, I will expect the blessing of God to follow, run after me. It's not the opposite that I run after the blessing. Amen? Hindi kayo ang tatakbo, hanapin ng blessing. Amen? It's the blessing that will look for you. <laughs> wow! It's the blessing that will want to look for you. God knows your address. God knows where you're at. Amen. So the blessing is going to run and look for you. Pastor, What? if I'm the blessing, I'm going to look for New Life the Fort. Where's New Life the Fort? Well, New Life the Fort, no. God knows New Life the Fort. He knows your address. He knows your cell phone number. (laughs) Someone can call, you know, and tell you, oh, you want this. Or I don't know. The blessing will run after you. Amen. So can you see the the sequence here? We do not pursue the blessing. We pursue the blesser. Because in the blesser, you know what? It's unlimited blessing. Amen? Unlimited blessing. So what's the divine sequence? You pursue the shepherd. Amen? You are my shepherd. And then surely, fruitfulness, the blessing of fruitfulness will hunt you down. I always say this, the safest place to be is in the pursuit of God. You heard us say that. We do not pursue God for union. Amen? Because we're already in Christ. We pursue God for His timings, for His, His uh, ordained you know, relationships. We pursue God for His plans. And that is the safest place to be. Because when you are in the pursuit, that means you're always alert. That means you're always, your heart is al- always moving. You're not going to be stuck in a season. You're always wanting what God wants. Amen for you. Because God is not finished with you yet. If you are living today, God is not finished with you yet. It doesn't, doesn't matter how old you are, amen, how young you are, God has a plan for you as long as you are living, as long as you are breathing, amen. So the safest and prosperous place is actually in the pursuit of God, amen. Actually, one of the best, I could say, verse verses that talks about fruitfulness is John 15. What is that? Abiding in the, in the vine, right? Let's go there right now. In John 15, it says, Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in me or in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. Okay, abide, abide, abide. All right, what does that mean to, be, to abide? It actually really means to remain. All right, abide means to remain. Abide means to connect. All right? Is it hard to remain? Well, no. If I right now go out and says, uh, excuse me, I need to go to, to the comfort room, you remain here. All right? I will come back. Is it hard? No. Why? It's not hard. You know why? Because you're already there. Yeah. Oh, it's hard to abide in Jesus. No, it's not hard. God put you there. Yeah. You just need to be conscious that you are already in Christ. So it's not hard to remain. It's not hard to abide because God has already put you there. Amen. So when he says abide in me, you know, he's saying that, you know what? You just need to be aware of me. You just need to know that I have, you and I have a relationship together. And when we have a relationship, it's intimate and organic. Fruitfulness will come in. Amen. So it means really, abide means to dwell. Abide means to remain permanently. Just be aware of that. Amen. And and then it says, I am the vine and you are the branches. You know what? The key really to fruitfulness is understanding this revelation. What is that, Pastor Giselle? That you are the branch. Alright? You are the branch. Say this, I am the branch. Everybody say it one more time. I am the branch. Who's the vine? He's the vine. I am the branch. My role is to abide. Say, abide. Remain. Right? So he's the vine. I am the branch. So that means that, you know, the, the rules are set, or rather the, the, the order is set. He is the vine. I am the branch. I do not produce fruit. The vine produces fruit. Amen? The vine supplies. I receive the supply. I do not supply. I cannot. Because apart from me, look at this, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me, I in him, bears much fruit. Say much fruit. Actually, the order, the sequence here is in John 15 is God called you to produce fruit, more fruit, and much fruit. All right? Just like he called you, he says that you may enjoy life and life in in overflow to the fullest all right that you will enjoy life you know to overflow into the fullest so he's saying here there is a sequence you abide in me what will happen is you are the branch you are going to bear much fruit because he says for without me you can do nothing without me the vine we cannot do nothing so can you see the sequence here can you see the order here he's the one that supplies we now receive the supply. Do you have a need today? Yeah. Well, you do, you do not supply. He supplies. And we now receive that supply. And we are now the one that bears fruit through the vine. Alright? We are now actually the one that holds the fruit. Actually, we look good. Although we are just hangers. Yeah. Right. Diba? You know, hangers, all right? We are just fruit hangers. But actually, the one that produces the fruit is the vine. Amen? So we are the branch. So bearing fruit is actually a natural outcome of us abiding and remaining in the vine. Amen? Understand that the power of production is in the vine, not the branch. Can you see the order? Can you see the sequence? Our role is, like what I said, we just hold the fruit. And one more time, let me reiterate this. The vine's responsibility is to supply. The vine's responsibility is to supply. Our responsibility is to abide. Because definitely when we are connected to the vine, everything of Jesus flows to us. That's why it's good to be Jesus-focused. Amen. Our role as the branch is to rest. Amen. When we rest, what happens? Then God now can move in our lives. Now God, we can see how God now will perform. Amen. Now resting is not inactivity. When we rest, doesn't mean that you don't do anything. When I say that you, do not, you don't need to supply, of course everybody, if you're a parent, you want to supply for your kids. If, you, if you're a living being, you want to supply for your needs. I'm not saying that you don't do anything about it. But I'm saying as you, got, you get connected to the vine, the vine now will give you proper or divine order, divine place, divine uh, timing, right? He will show you divine relationships. He will show you divine uh, movements to the point that, you know, every step is sure-footed. You are going to be, you know, what, what, what you call this, uh, strategic in every step. You're going to be selective because you have purpose. God gives you the purpose. Amen. So your time is not wasted. Our time is very fruitful. You do not waste your life in petty things. Because what? You know that there will be a supply that comes. And there is always a supply through His grace. Amen. Amen, so resting doesn't make you lazy. Resting actually makes you uh, it fine-tunes actually your hearing. It fine-tunes, you know, your perceptions. It fine-tunes actually your perspective. It changes your perspective. Amen? Because when you work and live out of stress, what will happen? How long you, you've made decisions before, born out of panic or stress? diba among you, come on, raise your hands, see if you did. What happened to that decision? Always what? Miserable. It brought pain, right? It's not, there's no life. But when rest is there, it will always bring life. Amen? You were not born to live out of stress. You were born to live out of rest. God desires for us to rest. And the vine is saying, I'll take care of you. The vine is saying, I've already prepared the way for you. The vine is saying, I've already set divine opportunities for you. Uh, I've already set divine supply for you. I've already set it. All you need to do is just what? You know, abide in me and you are going to see fruit. Fruit in all areas of your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So good. Amen. That we're connected to the vine. Jeremiah 17, 5 to 8 in the New Living Translation. Amen. This is a wisdom that comes from God. This is what the Lord says. Cursed are those who put their trust in mere humans, who rely on human strength and turn their hearts away from the Lord. They are like stunted shrubs in the desert. If you being stunted, what that means is they're not growing. All right? With no hope for the future. They will live in barren wilderness. My goodness, life that is barren, no fruit, that's not the will of God. Amen. In uninhabited, salty land. But verse 7, But blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. They are like, now, com- compared, stunted, uh, uh, what we call that? Stunted shrubs. Here, it called, uh, God is saying for those who look to Jesus, they are like trees planted along a riverbank with roots that reach deep. Into the water. Such trees are not bothered by heat or worried by long months of drought. Their leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruit. Amen. This is really working well with what we've talked about regarding divine timing, you know, divine location or place, and divine relationships. Because God is going to bring you all that into that divine ordered step so that you are going to be able to be fruitful. Amen. So what happens here? We understand that as we look to Jesus Christ, he is the life that we carry. Amen. This is the, the vine now has the sap. Amen. Amen. The sap, all right, and the sap, whatever he has, flows to us, the branch. Amen. So the emphasis under the new covenant, you know what, is living in Christ. And when you, ha- you are living in Christ and understand that you are in Him, what will happen? Then you can now live for Him. Amen. It's good to live for Him. But the power of living for Him is actually living in Him. When we understand that we are in Him, it's going to be just in an overflow to live for Him. Amen. You can say no to difficult, you know, to, to, to challenges. You can say no, you know, to vices. You can say no to sin because you understand that you are living in Him. Right? And when you're living in Him, then you can say, God, I want to live for you. And now you do not trust in your own strength. You trust in the vine that produces strength, produces hope, produces, you know, uh, uh, discipline because of you are connected to him, then fruit of discipline will come out. The fruit of patience will come out. Whatever we need in life, it's going to come out because we're connected to divine. Amen. So what was already been done is not now our, our foundation. God already supplied, God already blessed. That is now our foundation for living. And when we have that foundation, just like a tree planted on that, on good ground, what will happen? We are going to bear fruit. Amen. John 15, verse 1 to 3. I love it. I love fruitfulness. Can someone say fruitfulness? He says here, John 1, uh, John 15, verse 1, I am the vine, I am the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. Ver- verse 2: every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. Look at that. You know, when I first read this, I said to myself, I need to bear fruit. I need to bear fruit. Or else, God will take me away. He's going to take me away, right? If you do not understand Scripture, if you just read it as such and no revelation, then it's going to bring fear. And it's going to bring, you know what, push you to do something for God. But actually, that word takes away in the original Greek is this word, ero. which really means to raise up, to elevate, all right, to elevate. For a farmer, if the farmer sees, you know, the branch, you know, in the floor or in the ground, what he will do is he'll take the branch, or he will take the, yeah, the branch, and what he's going to do is he's going to make sure that the branch is in the trellis, Right? You know, in the branches in the trellis. Why? Because so, so that the branch, or in the vine, rather, with the branch, sun is going to be, you know, a main component for the growth of the branch and the, and, and the, the vine, right? So he needs to raise that branch up and put him in the trellis, in a place where in the sun can, you know, shine his nutrients to the, to the branch. Are you with me? Well, have you seen a trellis? Have you seen a trellis? You know, maybe later on we can get the picture of a trellis. Have you seen a trellis? It, it's like a cross, right? Right? It's just like a picture of the cross. All right? So God is wanting to say, I'm not going to take you away. I am going to bring you up if you're not producing fruit. I'm going to raise you up to the sun. And the only way is that we see the cross. We're going to raise you up to the sun so that you can be fruitful. Amen? Amen. So He's not going to take you away, but He's going to raise you up. Amen. He's going to lift you up higher so that the sun, S-O-N, will shine His light on you. Amen. So every branch in me that does not bear fruit, He lifts up. No, you know, Jesus always lifts up. Amen. Jarius' uh, daughter, you know, was dead. All right. He spoke to Alita Kumi. Then He raised him up. Uh, Yeah, He raised her up, right? God always raises up. Peter was what? You know, in the water. What's the first thing? Immediately, He pulled them up. Jesus always will lift you up. He does not condemn you. He will always lift you up. Amen. Then it says here in verse 3, He lifts you up, rather, verse 2 first. He lifts you up, alright? He takes away, or He lifts you up. And every branch that bears fruit, He prunes, that it may bear more fruit. Now, how does He prune? He prunes with what? Look at verse 3. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. How does He prune? The Father will prune through His word. Amen. He's not going to use sickness, disease. He's not going to use calamity to teach you a lesson. He's going to prune you through His word. Amen. Because look at verse 3. It says, You are already clean Because of the word which I have spoken to you. That means God cleans us by His word. The word prune there is the Greek word katairo, which really means to clean, to cleanse from immaturity or impurity. Do you know that today as we are listening to the word of God, God is cleaning us. He's pruning you. Amen. He's pruning me. All right? He's pruning our thinking. He's cleaning us as we listen to the word. Amen. John fifteen three in the Amplified. Look at it in the, the Amplified. It says here, You are cleansed and pruned already because of the word which I have given you, the teachings I have discussed with you. Right? Amen. That's why, you know, the Bible says in John six sixty three that his word, look at this, the spirit alone gives eternal life. Human effort accomplishes what? Nothing. Nothing. That's why it's so good when he says, it lines up with what he said. Apart from me, you can do nothing. And then he says, and the very words I have spoken to you, they are spirit and they are what? Life. So he prunes us with his word and the word will bring life to our situations. It will bring life to us. Amen. Amen. Well, you know that the Word is powerful. The Word, the Bible says in Hebrews 4.12, for the Word of God is alive and powerful and is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword. Why does it need to be sharp? So that God, you know, takes away, you know, the thinking and some things in our lives that has been there for the longest time. I don't know about you, but I'm being changed right now. Every time I read the Word, Amen. I am being changed. As long as your heart is open, God is able to move in your life and begin to cut things that are not going to be beneficial. Let me say this again. God is intentional. God brought you here not for, because it's an accident. You think that it's convenient for you to be here. Hello. Amen. No. It, well, yeah, maybe for you it's convenient. But really, God brings you here because there is a purpose. He wants you to be fruitful. And you need this word. And you need to understand that his word is going to cut things in your life. Well, you know, at first, it's kind of when you are used to doing some things, and then someone tells you that's wrong, it's kind of (laughs) hurting. It hurts. But if you are mature enough and you want the things of God, then what will happen? You will adjust. Right? Well, the word, you know, always cuts and suits. Amen. Heals. But the word cuts and tells us this is not right. This is what it must happen. This is the way you must speak. This is the way you must think. Amen. Because this is good for your life. Because it will help you to become fruitful. Amen. God desires for us to be fruitful. Amen. In the area, all areas of your life. Prosperity, finances, you know, a child uh, uh, raising children, you know, being a pastor, being a a market person that works in the marketplace, integrity, all of that. You know what? We need the Word. And the Word will shape how we think. The Word will show us what to do. Amen. And every move that we take, it's going to be fruitful. I love it. Amen. Fruitful. Amen. Amen. So, God desires for us to be fruitful. That is so important. John 15, 5 to 6 in the Message Bible. Can you see the sequence here? Amen? Are you seeing sequence? Always think sequence. Abide. He provides. We hold, you know, we just re- remember that we abide in Him. And what happens? You know, fruit will come out, you know, as we connect to Him. Look at the Message Bible. He says, I am the vine, you are the branches. When you're joined with me, I am with you. The relationship, intimate and organic. The harvest is What? It's sure. I just felt that. I just felt that. It's sure. The harvest is sure. Maybe some of you are waiting. And you're continually to trust in God. It's sure. It's sure. Segurado. It's coming. It's there. It's sure. Amen. Someone is believing for something. It's sure. The harvest is sure to be abundant, separated. You can't produce a thing. Anyone who separates... From me is dead wood gathered up and thrown into the fire. I love fruit. Amen. One thing about the fruit of God is it's when people see it, it's, they're going to say, wow, this is beyond you. This is all God. Amen. All the, fi- the fingerprints of God is there. Amen. And what's beautiful with the fruit that God produces, it's going to be lasting. Maybe some people you see outside right now, they're not in God. They're not trusting in God. They're trusting in themselves. Pastor, look at them. They have fruit. They drive their fi- finest cars. They, they live in wonderful houses. All of that. You know what? But really, the fruit that God is giving, part of that is prosperity. Yes, in the material. But, you know, more than, the, than just that, it's going to impact generations. It has a legacy. Amen. It's going to be eternal. The fruit of God that happens is not just outward. Actually, the fruit of God manifests first in the inside. It starts in the inside. Amen? Have you seen a tree? The tree, can you see? If you just have, you know, uh, I don't know what kind of eyes. You know, eyes that sees what's happening in the tree. You don't produce fruit initially, at first. Do you know that the branch and the vine... You know, uh, and, and all of that uh, dynamics, it takes three years for the branch and the vine, for the vine, you know, to produce grapes. It takes three years. And it takes five years for them to take the vine or the, the, the fruit to become wine. All right? And, Humong, you know, the longer the wine is, or the longer the wine is, the better, Right? It takes years for them to produce quality, you know, grapes that will produce quality wine. You know what happens with the fruit that God has for us? You know, it starts within. It starts in the inside. So if you are not seeing something yet in the outside, it's all right. God is doing something in the inside. He's changing the way you're seeing things. He's changing your perception. He's changing the way you're living in the inside. Amen. Because blessing can come in right now. But if we are not sure of what we're going to do with the blessing, that blessing will destroy you. Right? That blessing will destroy you. God is able to give you the blessing today, right now. Everything that you need. Imagine God tells you, everything that you need. My prayer is that we be like Solomon. Solomon. Amen. In the early part of Solomon's life, when he says, he asked, you know, God asked him, What do you want, Solomon? Do you want fame and riches? What do you want? I'm going to give it to you. Imagine if God appears to you today and tells and asks you, What do you want, Teddy? What do you want, Joselle? What do you want, Alvin? What are you going to say? Uh, 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 Can I have a car? (laughs) Can I have this? Can I have that? Eh, wrong answer (laughs) right amen Solomon asked God give me wisdom and God was so pleased with what he asked and he says I am not just going to give you wisdom but I'm going to give you fame and I'm going to give you fortune amen what happened amen because Solomon understood what is most important what's happening today is God is moving in our hearts Amen? He's, we are listening to His leading. And what will happen is, as He's doing something in our hearts, the fruit of the Spirit is going to produce in our lives because we allow Him to move inside of us. Amen? Amen. Is this blessing somebody? The best example, really, to a fruitful life is Jesus. And can you see? If you want to see how He operated, we're going to see really God's divine sequence to a fruitful life. And I'm going to uh, end in this, all right? It says here, John 14, 10 in the Amplified. Jesus is our example of a fruitful life. It says, Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? What I am telling you, I do not say on my own authority and on my own accord. But the Father who lives and continually in me does, the what? The, his works and his own miracles, deeds of power. Can you see this? How God, Jesus, was operating? He was actually abiding in the Father. Right? He was actually abiding in the Father. So Jesus was looking at the Father, and whatever the Father will do, He will do. Whatever actually the Father does, He will do. Whatever the Father will say, has spoken, He will say. Amen? Isn't that the picture of abiding? Was Jesus fruitful? Yeah, as long as he was focusing on the Father, what the Father shows him to do or the f- Father has done, he will do. And everywhere he went, fruitfulness was there. Fruitfulness was there. And he was an example to us in his life here on earth. He's saying now to us, abide in me because I know what I'm talking about. Abide in me and you're going to see fruit will manifest in your life as you just stress and abide in me. Amen. God desires for us to be fruitful. And what is the purpose actually of the fruit? To make us look good? Not really. Amen. But you know in the process, it will make us look good. Amen. Praise God for the fruit. And people, you know what? People love to be around successful people. Amen. You know why I'm getting invited from different places? You know why we're getting invited? Because they see the fruit. And it's not... My fruit, actually, it is Jesus' fruit here in this place. And they're asking, Pastor Giselle, you have eight services? And every time I tell them we have eight services, all of them will say, Wow! Wow! grave, Awesome! Two malls? Man, amazing! We, you, how many number of people you have? Wow! You know why people are always wanting? You know, they love to hear success stories. They want to be around people that are successful. But you know what? Our, sex, our success is in God. And I always tell them the reason why we are such is and we're going to get more successful and fruitful is because of this. Fruitfulness is as we abide in Him. Amen? And the purpose actually, fruitfulness, and I told you I'm going to end, I'm going to end with this. It says in John 15 verse 8, what is the, fruit, the purpose of fruitfulness? Really, this is it. By this, my Father is? Yeah. It's, he is glorified with our lives. Why? Because it all came from Him. Amen? We, God puts, puts us in the vine. Can you see the divine, the ultimate sequence? God puts us in the vine. We are in Christ. Amen? We abide in the vine. The vine supplies. We bear fruit. The Father is glorified. Amen? Can you see the sequence? Amen? The purpose of our lives? We now become the Father's, what? Hands and feet on the earth. The Father is glorified with the fruit, amen, that actually He produces in our lives. At the end of the day, we are His body. We are His, you know, representatives on the earth. We are His instruments here on the earth. Our part is just to show how good He is. My prayer is that every area of your life be fruitful. Amen. That you will be fruitful. And the key here really in this divine sequence is us. We just rest in Him. Amen. Can I pray for you right now? Amen. In Jesus' name, Lord, we thank You that you are all the while effectively at work in us, energizing and creating in us the power and the desire, Lord God, to work, to will and work for your good pleasure and satisfaction and delight. My prayer is, Lord God, for everybody in this place, everybody in the fourth floor, that all of us, Lord God, will see this the sequence of us not producing fruit, but you are the one producing fruit in us that we will just abide and learn to trust in You, and You will take care of everything. I thank You, Lord God, for just this Word that will just continue, Lord God, to be real in our lives. And it will bless not just us, not just our families, but it will bless people all around us. I thank You, Lord God, for Your order is that you desire for us to be fruitful. I thank you for a fruitful church. New Life the Fourth, I call you fruitful. You are blessed because you are connected to the source of blessing. And His name is Jesus. In your name we pray, Jesus. Amen and amen. Quickly now, if you are here and you're, this is your first time and you have not received Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, we are going to give you an opportunity today as you have heard that the vital link is really that you be connected to Jesus. But the way that you be connected to Jesus is to accept Him as your Lord and Savior. You can accept Him as the life, the life that you live. Amen? So if you have not received Him into your heart and you want to do it today and you want to have a fruitful life, Well, I believe that God brought you here for this reason. So can I have everyone for one more time, close your eyes. If you're that person, you're saying, Pastor, I want to be fruitful. And now I know apart from Jesus, I am nothing. I want Jesus in my life. If that is you, why not raise your hands today, quickly. And I'm going to pray for you. Anyone in this place that wants to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior, I'm going to pray for you. And I'm going to pray a prayer of salvation for you amen anyone in this place amen i see your hand thank you anymore amen maybe there's some people uh, at the fourth floor amen so i'm going to pray right now why not follow this prayer after me in congregation why not just pray along and i believe the lord jesus is going to come and is going to touch people amen and life is going to be transformed amen today let's pray heavenly father Thank you for loving me. Thank you for showing me that I need you. Today, I ask you to come into my heart, come into my life, be my Lord and my Savior. Today and forever, I receive your grace. I receive the forgiveness of all of my sins. Today, I am saved. Thank you for this new life that I have in you. In your name I pray. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening. For more information, follow us on social media or visit our website at com.